Welcome to the Simplify Jesus Podcast. We're your hosts, Matt Gunter and Bill Allen, and together we are breaking barriers through communication. So what does forgiveness look like? You know, I've wondered about that myself over the years, and up until even recently, I just wasn't sure what that looked like. Uh, and when I say recently, I'm talking about like a month ago. Um, that that I was like, hmm, what does what just what is forgiveness? I had somebody ask me that. What do you what does forgiveness look like to you? So um, that's our conversation for today, Matt. What does it look like to you on a very shallow level? Before we dig into it a little deeper. So forgiveness is one of those concepts. It's it's way deeper than we make it sometimes. But on a shallow level, kind of kind of that surface level forgiveness. It basically. To me, it means that I'm not holding on to whatever, right? Like I'm, I'm letting go of, of whatever grudge or frustration or anything like that. Like I'm not, I'm not going to let myself sit in that stuff anymore. Um, so kind of, you know, that's, that's how I look at it. I mean, it's, it, that is way easier said than done in most situations when we're talking about forgiveness, but, but on the surface, that's kind of what we're talking about is how do we actually let stuff go and move on from the, from the past. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It does sound uh, much easier than it actually is. (laughs) You know, we can't help our emotions, right? We can't help what things stir up in us. So, um, it's easy to say, yeah, I forgive you. But then the next time that, that trigger is brought up, I guess, uh, that's the buzzword Mm -hmm. of, of this, this decade, right? Triggers, um, Mm -hmm. that it's kind of hard not to have that emotion come back so i guess that's a good litmus test on or did you actually forgive somebody or not yeah you know the 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 emotional side of forgiveness is is a tough part i mean so if you're looking at the the dictionary definition of of forgiveness you got miriam webster says to stop feeling anger towards or to stop blaming somebody dictionary.com says to cease to feel resentment against and so it's a very emotional thing you know and that's you know, one of the most difficult things to, I guess, manage in our lives is emotion, right? Like emotions just happen. Uh, we don't, we, we control our reaction to emotions, but actually controlling our emotions is pretty difficult. You know, some people are more high strung and they're, they're more tense in general than others. Some people are more patient, more, you know, whatever, you know, but it's a very emotional thing. And so when we're talking about forgiveness, you know, we're talking about, I mean, based on the the dictionary definition, we're talking about getting rid of emotion, managing our emotions and emotions aren't bad, the good or the bad emotions, so to speak, like emotions aren't a bad thing, but, but that's what we're talking about with forgiveness is getting the, those negative emotions out. And that's, that's, that's not an easy thing to do, you know, especially, like I've been very blessed in my life. And so I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that, yeah, I've been through this, that, or the other, but there are people and, and, and Bill, we've talked about a little bit, some of your past and, and things that have happened to you. Like there's, there's real deep emotional stuff there. It's like, man, that's, you know, how do you forgive in that situation? Right. Right. Well, you got to bring up old stuff, man. No, I'm kidding. I, I know <laughs> I've brought it up in the past myself and, um, so yeah, we talked about it in Sunday school a little bit, which was really cool that we already had this episode scheduled to record because that was, uh, I guess, fortuitous that, that that was the conversation. <laughs> and I brought up even then, you know, my dad's side of my family, who I don't really talk to much anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And it made me wonder, have I actually forgiven 
all of that stuff. Hmm. And honestly, right now, I don't know the answer to that, if I have or not, um, because I've distanced myself so much that should I go around them again, which I don't really want to, would it stir up all of these negative emotions? Well, the fact hmm. that I don't want to be around them, I don't, I don't want to be put in that situation where I might be tempted to go back to an old lifestyle or I don't want to hear all the excuses as to why my dad was the way he was, or, uh, you know, there's a, there's a multitude of reasons. Um, so have I not forgiven them or am I just not wanting to get back in that situation at this time? I don't know. Sure. And, and I can speak to that a little bit on a, on a, on a smaller scale. Again, there are people that, um, well, let's back up in, in life relationships come and go just naturally that right. that's, that is part of life. There are people that um, you connect with that you are lifelong friends, all that. But for the most part, you know, as you move around, you go through different stages in life um, relationships do come and go, but there are some people that um, are in my past. And I'm, I'm glad they're in my past. They, they were um, not the greatest influences. They were, um, you know, I kind of associate them with, um, uh, times in my life when I was, uh, well, I'll just say that, that my walk with God wasn't exactly great. And so, you know, having, putting some distance between those relationships, I don't know, I wouldn't say I blame them for it or anything like that, but it's just one of those things like, you know, maybe some distance in those relationships is a good thing, uh, a little bit of a fresh start and keeping it fresh, you know, cause the, the thing with forgiveness is we're not called to be naive, right? Like if, right. if, if something's going to be a bad situation and drag us down, we don't need to put ourselves back in the middle of that. And especially if it's going to cause us to go back to old lifestyle issues that we need to leave in the past. Yeah. And, you know, even relationships, even, even blood relationships, they can come and go. They just yeah. because their blood doesn't mean they have to be a part of your life. Um, if they're dragging you down and, and there's, um, if there's not a good influence there, you can't let that bring you to a spot to where you're going to be put in a bad situation. Um, and that's where I spent most of my childhood was in a bad situation with that side of the family. So I don't want to deal with it anymore. I'm an adult now and I don't have to, you can't make me. <laughs> All right. So Matt, where does this, where does this bring us, um, into a biblical perspective? I know that, and again, surface level here, the Bible talks a whole lot about, you know, Jesus forgiving us. That's the whole point of him dying on the cross, right? Um, to save us mm -hmm. from our sins, uh, to forgive us of our sins. So where can you point us in the Bible that um, um, really talks about forgiveness aside from the obvious? Yeah. So forgiveness, the Bible, like you said, it, it shows up in a lot of places. Um, there are a couple of places that, it, that Jesus talks about it in the gospels. Uh, one of them is Matthew 18 verses 21 and 22. And he's talking to Peter and Peter asked him a question that probably um, we have all thought about at times. Okay. How many times do I have to forgive this guy? Like, you know, I forgive him here. He hurts me again. I forgive him. He hurts me again. You know, and how often then Peter asked him, Lord, how many times must I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me as many as seven times? He says, I tell you is not as many as seven. Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. What we see here in Jesus' response is 
that forgiveness is not something that is a one-time deal, right? Mm-hmm. Like Bill and I are both married guys. Bill has kids. Um, if, uh, if you're in marriage or had any kind of relationships, you know, that you, you know, kind of what this is talking about, that, that forgiveness is something that it happens often in, in these relationships. And like we said before, it's not that you're, you know, naive. It's not that you're putting yourself back in bad situations or anything like that, but that we're all human beings. And so when we're talking about, um, I'll call it horizontal forgiveness, um, real important to have that perspective that, yeah, don't, don't put yourself in a bad situation where you are getting hurt, you know, abusive relationship, things like that. You know, we're not, not talking about that, but when it comes to forgiveness, don't, you know, don't, don't hold on to stuff just because somebody's wronged you a couple of times, but be willing to forgive, be willing to, uh, to start working, move past that kind of stuff. So you said horizontal forgiveness. What do you mean by that? So horizontal forgiveness, um, is kind of talking about our forgiveness among people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, the other forgiveness is vertical forgiveness. We'll get into that in a little bit, but basically God's forgiveness to us, but the horizontal forgiveness is how we interact with the people around us. So, so the other verse that, that came to mind, uh, is Luke 17, three through four, and it's similar, but it adds some clarification that I think helps kind of put a, a bow on our conversation here for the forgiving people part. And it says, uh, Jesus says, be on your guard. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in a day and comes back to you seven times saying, I repent, you must forgive him. And I think that's an interesting perspective coming from Jesus because he gives us forgiveness of sins, right? He, he died for us. That's, that's what salvation is all about. But he includes in here, uh, different from the verse of Matthew, that if he repents, forgive him. And I think that is a kind of gives some clarity on what we we're talking about earlier about, well, what happens if you're in, you've got this uh, bad abusive relationship or you've got this um, negative circumstance, somebody who drags you down, that kind of stuff, that forgiveness comes with repentance. Now, that doesn't mean that we sit there and hold a grudge and and that we um, don't deal with the anger and the negative feelings. But when we're talking about how relationships change uh, in regards to forgiveness and letting go, I think this kind of gives some clarity on that, that that's tied to repentance as well. And so the person that we're dealing with hasn't repented, they haven't changed, they haven't done anything to um, kind of turn from whatever it was that they did to wrong us, then that's a different situation. Yeah, that's a uh, run as fast as you can situation, in my opinion. Uh, If they're not going to do anything to try to make it better, then then run. Now, and I'm probably jumping ahead here a little bit in, in mm-hmm. what you have, but you know, uh, that's what Jesus does for us, right? You mentioned he died on the, on the mm-hmm. cross for us mm-hmm. and we mess up daily. I, I think I said it last, mm-hmm. uh, last week that we mess up hourly minute by minute we mess up right? and, or I should say, but if we repent, God's going to forgive us too. Right. So mm-hmm. that's something that he expects us to do for others because he did that for us. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, a great verse that kind of points to that is first John one, nine. Um, it says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that word confess, you know, usually we think of confess as to say something, uh, to put it out there. But, you know, one of those weird little nuggets that stuck with me is that the original language for that Greek, it literally means to like say the same thing or to agree on. And so that's where the repentance comes in is if we, 
say that we feel the same way about our sin that God does. And so we're going to stop doing that. We're going to repent from it. Then yeah, he's going to, he's going to be faithful and righteous to forgive us. He's going to, he's going to basically see us as if we never sinned, but, but it does take that action step of confessing it, giving it up, repenting from it. And, and that's, that's when you can truly live in forgiveness. And it's not that you're any more or less saved during that. We're not talking about that. We're talking about forgiveness and living without that, without the weight of that sin on your shoulders. Yeah. And, you know, again, if we mess up and and we're going to, we just have to keep asking for that forgiveness and keep repenting. Mm -hmm. Repentance is not a um, one-time thing. Um, In fact, I want to do an episode on that later on about repentance and talk about what that is. Mm -hmm. So um, y'all keep your ears open for that episode. So one of the things that I had always wondered about when I first became a Christian was, you know, I understood, okay, we have to confess our sins and God will forgive us. My question was always, do we just have to confess it to God? Because that's easy. We can say, God, you know what? I messed up and you saw me mess up, um, but I need you to forgive me. But do we need to confess it to the people that we, that that's tied to? You know, I've made mistakes. I've, I've made a lot of mistakes and I've realize that, yeah, I've asked God for that forgiveness, but it still bothered me until I went to that person and asked for their forgiveness. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that is uh, huge in kind of relationship building and maintaining relationships is coming, coming back and saying, Hey, look, I know I messed up here and I, and, and just apologizing for it. And look, I, I realized that this is what happened. And, um, and, not only does that take the weight off of your shoulders because you're giving it, you're giving that over to them and saying, look, I'm, I apologize, not going to happen again, sort of thing. Um, but then you're opening the door for them to say, you know what? Yeah. I've been holding on to that too. And I'm going to forgive you for that. I'm, I'm going to let that go. You know, it's interesting. So in our, in Sunday school, we've been talking about looking at the life of Joseph and uh, forgiveness came up when he first, uh, met with his brothers after they'd sold him into slavery and all that stuff. And without, without getting too deep into the details there, I want to say the first step is, you know, the brothers didn't come to him with the intention of saying, Oh, Hey, we really messed up and and we're so sorry. Um, In fact, they didn't even know who he was at first, but when he revealed himself, you could see that you could see the guilt on their face, right? You could, you can kind of feel it as you're reading the text that they, that they were, they were scared. They were, you know, they, they really felt bad about what had happened. Mm-hmm. And I have to believe that that played a big part in Joseph's ability to say, okay, you guys have changed. I can, I can forgive you for this. Like we can rebuild a relationship. Um, of course, divine intervention and and Joseph had a unique perspective and all that stuff. There's all that going on too, but, but I have to believe that, if the brothers still felt and acted the way they did all the time before that, that forgiveness wouldn't have been on the table, right? Because there hadn't been any change. Yeah. And that kind of goes back to what Jesus said in Luke. If he repents, forgive him. You're, you know, that's your responsibility. But if there's no repentance, then that, that makes it a lot harder. So I think for us taking that first step and going and confessing to somebody else, like, Hey, look, I know I messed up here. I think that's huge for, for keeping those relationships. I would agree. And I also wonder, you know, and you, and you said that they, um, in the story, they, you could see the guilt, right? And you could feel the guilt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when I first read that, I wondered, was it, oh crap, he's still alive. What's he going to do to us? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, yeah. um, as opposed to, you know, oh, we feel so bad for doing this, but 
uh, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, without diving into that text uh, extremely deep, it's going to be kind of hard to say. But yeah. either way, they know they screwed up. Right. And Joseph was able to see it. And if y'all, y'all don't know that story, it's a really good one. Uh, go check mm-hmm. that one out. Um, in um, Where is that, Matt? That is Genesis. Uh, so the full story, Joseph, it starts in Genesis 37 and goes all the way through the end of the book. Okay. Um, that particular encounter is Genesis 45. Gotcha. That is a really cool story. In fact, um, that is just a story that I hold on to a lot uh, that, you know, God can use any any circumstance for, for our good, right? Romans 8, 28. Um, okay. And it just all ties in together how mm-hmm. how even though we've been belt, dealt a bad hand, it can still be turned around. And it has in my life, and and I, and I can easily see that. So, um, yeah, it's a great story. You know what, Matt? I'm going to suggest that we do the same thing here as we did last week. Uh, you know, we're we're running about 20 minutes in, and and uh, uh, you know, we have a little bit of time now. We can jump into a conversation about vertical forgiveness for Thursday if you want to do that. Yeah, I think that's a great idea, and and we can dive a little deeper into. What what is forgive and forget as well? You know, I've heard that phrase a lot, and and I think that that's something that deserves a little more time. And that's and it's huge when we talk about vertical forgiveness and uh, what that looks like. I think that's a uh, I think that's a great plan. Without further ado, let's jump into the outside looking, inside looking out. Um, so yeah, forgiveness. Uh, I talked about it a little bit earlier, but uh, from the outside looking in, um, I didn't know what forgiveness was all of my life. Um, I knew, you know, you were forced to say I'm sorry when you did something wrong to your brother, right? You were forced to um, apologize um, if you got caught doing something you weren't supposed to do. Um, at least that's my experience. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, there were some times when I was sorry, but most of the time I was sorry I got caught. Mm-hmm. That's yep. the, that was the big deal with that. Um, but now, you know, I've had uh, over the last eight or nine years, a lot of things to apologize for, unfortunately, based mm-hmm. off of my past life and, and things that I've been a part of. And, and um, going to God with that was great. And, and, and I, can, I can say, God, please forgive me. And I know that he will. But for me, and this may be the wrong way of thinking about it, but for me, saying, God, please forgive me, knowing he will, could almost be a cop-out if you don't actually go to the person you wronged. Because it's easy. You know, God's there, obviously, but he's not standing right in front of you, giving you that sad face of, you hurt my feelings or you, you did something wrong to me. But you need to go to the actual person. And that was really hard for me to realize. So... Once I realized that, I spent a lot of time making some phone calls and writing some emails and mm-hmm. and saying, you know what, I am sorry for the way I acted in this, or I am sorry for doing this to you. And it literally took that weight off of my shoulders when I was, when I would make a mistake or say something wrong, every bad thing I ever did came to mind. Now, having asked for that forgiveness, um, puts it in their court. First of all, because they can accept it or not, but you've done your best to make it right. And now when I make a mistake today or I say something that's completely wrong or stupid or whatever, it's not the whole world crashing down on me with every wrong thing I've ever done in my life. It's that yeah. one thing. It's that one thing I messed up with and I can ask for that forgiveness and move on. Absolutely. 
Yeah, and I think the inside-looking out perspective, I think sometimes as Christians, it's easy to walk around with a lot of guilt, a lot of shame of, you know, I didn't do this right today, or I, you know, I wasn't a, I didn't, you know, love on this person like I was supposed to, or whatever it's supposed to be. And I just want to encourage, you know, a couple of things. One is um, accept forgiveness when, when it's given to you. That's a huge part of relationships uh, and, and having good fruitful relationships is being able to give and accept uh, forgiveness. That's something that I think I've struggled with over the years is when, when I know I've messed something up and allowing myself to let that weight off because you don't need to hold on to that. There, there's a lot of weight that comes with holding on to um, holding on to the past. Um, and so, so, so be willing to accept, it, but also be willing to give it. You know, we we've talked before about the sometimes judgmental nature of the church and how it can come across, you know, this way or that. And it's really important that, you know, if we are ever in a situation where we're talking about, hey, this is what I believe and this is where I'm at, even if we have the conversation of this is why I believe what you're doing is wrong and and not how God would have us do it, like, that's fine. But also follow with forgiveness. Don't just say, you know, you're condemned for whatever, but like, mm. but you can be forgiven. Um, and not only from me, but God will also forgive you uh, for that. And so, you know, make sure forgiveness is part of the conversation and let that be a freeing thing to get that weight off your shoulders, um, whichever direction it's headed in, because that's why we have it. For sure. Keep in mind, and we're going to talk about this more on Thursday, but God died to forgive you for your sins. Mm -hmm. Jesus, who is God, died to forgive your sins and to save you from hell. Doesn't matter what you've done, doesn't matter where you've been, you can look towards Jesus and know that he has forgiven you but it also like like matt said earlier it requires repentance daily repentance because you're going to screw up every day it happens hmm, right i screw up every day matt screws up every day i don't know what matt's doing but i know he screws up every day <laughs> so don't feel like you have gone too far away from god to be able to come back to him so Look for ways to reach out to him. If you don't know how to do that, you know, you can reach out to us to to help you with that. Talk to a pastor. Talk to another Christian friend who can who can guide you in that and help you to know how to accept that forgiveness. Well, I appreciate everybody joining us today. Uh, as always, shoot us a note at info at simplifyjesus.com. Let us know how we're doing, what you think about the show, questions, comments, feedback, love it. You can find us on all the social media platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, got a little YouTube stuff going on. And if you have trouble finding any of that, head to our website at www.simplifyjesus.com. Appreciate everybody jumping in and we'll see you guys again on Thursday. Take care, everybody. <laughs>